Peace. What up, though? It's your boy Jacoby Ryan. Thank y'all for tuning in to another episode of the More I Know, The More I Don't podcast. This is now week number 21, episode number 21. Uh, we out here, man. As always, uh, for the ones returning, thank y'all for lo- listening uh, week in and week out. I really appreciate y'all giving me the time. Uh, for the ones, this may be your first time, your first couple times, I appreciate you listening in and giving us a chance. Uh, giving me an opportunity to provide some value. Uh, of course, this is the More I Know, The More I Don't podcast, which basically chronicles uh, a campaign that I'm doing this year called 52 and 365, where I drop a new song, a new music video for that song, and a new podcast explaining that song every week, uh, which, of course, the podcast is what you're listening to now. Uh, so I talk a little bit about the history of the song, how, how it came about, uh, some details I remember about it, and then I get my two-piece on whatever I have to talk about that week, if anything. So uh, thank you all for tuning in again. Um, again, check out everything at JacobyRyan.com. Catch up with 52 and 365 at 52and365.com. Um, if you need any uh, cleaning done, office, residential, professional cleaning company called Fresh Oklahoma. Uh, we'd love to help. Uh, also have a marketing and branding company I just rolled out called Always Authentic. Um, so we help with uh, graphic design, um, marketing strategy, consultation services, um, just to help you define a, uh, a an authentic identity. Um, our main purpose is to basically uh, build uh, authentic brand profiles and marketing strategies uh, so that our clients can build long-term, build and develop long-term relationships uh, with their customers or with their client base. Um, so uh, without further ado, other than that, um, I'm going to be in Tulsa this weekend. I'm hyped for that. I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> I was in Tulsa last weekend. That was dope. World Culture Music Fest. Shout out to them boys and women. And um, this week we got Nebraska. We're heading to Lincoln, Nebraska for a show. Uh, so I'm hyped for that. So we'll talk about that next week as well. Um, but without further ado, for the second time, let's get into it. All right, so week 21, episode 21. Uh, this is Rich Forever. You know what I'm saying? Just dropped Friday. Video coming out shortly. Um, so because I dropped Rich Forever, if you listen to it, you kind of understand how this correlates. But I want to talk about why I think it's so important for us to build businesses um, and own our own as opposed to being employed and working for somebody. Or maybe even more succinctly, uh, why I think it's important for us to own our own, even if we do work for somebody and have a job. We still need to have our own business, um, our own asset, whatever you want to have. I just think we all should have our own assets to produce our own, to produce income for us passively or we don't got to work for it. Um, so, first off, uh, I want to address that it's hard as fuck to build a business, man. Like, it's hard as fuck to, to save the money to, to purchase an asset, you know. So, I'm not discounting any of that and I'm not discrediting any of that because, I mean, I'm in the same boat. Like, I don't, I don't have anything of real value, you know what I'm saying, that I could pass to my family if I was to pass away other than life insurance policies. Um, but other than that, like I'm literally asked out. So like, I think I'm in a, a position that a lot of us can, can relate to where like, it's important for me to 
and it's important to me to uh, build businesses, invest in assets, whatever it may look like, that I can leave behind for my family so that they can start off in a better position than I did. And um, that shit, like, it can be daunting sometimes, you know, because it seems like it's so uphill, and especially with the all the shit that's happened in our community historically, um, and to see that our current condition is a result of what has happened in policy over the past 400 years. Like, just learning more of that and those intricacies just makes it even more like, makes the the, the, the hill even steeper, you know? Um, whereas like, man, I'm up against history and now, you know, where, I mean, now it's bad enough with student loans, um, Wages not growing with uh, with the cost of living, with inflation. Uh, and then, of course, with this new technology wave, all this artificial intelligence coming in is supposed to, like, make the gap even bigger. So, I mean, that's, that's enough in itself, you know. And then you got to add on top of that the fact that a lot of our parents didn't have their own homes or didn't have much wealth because their feet were cut from under them, whether it was them, their parents, or their parents, probably two generations within that spectrum were literally taken away from, you know. That's that's land, that's uh, actual assets, like Wall Street, things like that. Um, The list can go on, you know. But just with that understanding that knowing how daunting it is, it's still inspiring because it's like, man, like my ancestors did it, you know. After they were, after the slaves were free, I mean, we 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 build wealth quick as hell, you know what I'm saying? So like, I know it, we can do it, and I know it's possible, especially now. If they did it back then, we can do it now ourselves. Um, a crazy statistic is that um, I just read this this past week that after slavery or during slavery, because the people in the north own some wealth up to a limit of course um before slavery or i'm sorry during slavery we own 0.5 percent of the america's wealth that was the few black americans in north in the north who were able to have their own wealth um and then compared to now in 2019 i think barely one percent of we own barely one percent of the wealth in the, in the country so it's like it hasn't changed very much you know and a lot has been taken away from us. And we talk about redistribution of wealth and things like that. And people, like, freeze up at it or make a funny face at it. But they don't realize that that was literally done to us a number of times. 40 Acres and a Mule, uh, with the Freedmen's Bureau. Um, all things that are that are hindrances, I mean, to the T, you know. Um but yeah, so like understanding that it's hard, it still makes it inspiring because it's like, man, like I know I can do it, you know, and I know how, to, how important it is. It's like, there's, I can't think of much else in my life that's more important than building a business that I can leave behind to my family so that they can be good when I'm not here. And even when I am here, building a business or having an asset that produces money for me that I don't got to work for, that I can reap the fruits from, but I don't have to go outside all day and plant the seeds you know where I can 
spend time how I want to and make money from the asset that I've worked for. Um, and that's the goal, you know, where we can control our time so where we can spend time with our children and raise our children how we want to. We can school them ourselves, you know. We can um, be there at their games, you know what I'm saying. We can uh, spend time with our with our partners, you know what I'm saying. Well, I don't want to. I don't want to be a, a husband who, who come home to his wife at seven o'clock at night, be out at six in the morning. Then we can only have Saturdays together and Sundays together. Like I don't. That shit weak. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying. I'm trying. Gang, gang, all week, all day. You feel me? Um, but those are just some reasons why why building wealth is important to me. You know. Um, and then of course you look at the workplace and how discriminatory it is, how toxic of a place it is, how meaningless of a place it is, and even now with all the technology, how more meaningless it's going to be because there's not going to be any jobs there that really have a purpose, you know? Uh, And I think that's why it's so toxic now is because a lot of the times we in these offices and these workspaces doing shit that literally don't fucking matter. I mean, it matters to keep the company running, but it don't matter in the grand scheme of things, so we don't give a fuck about it. Just wasting our time doing it. So I mean, that's another thing. And then also, it's like we're not getting paid much. You know what I'm saying? Like we not we can make the same amount a lot of the times doing half the work on our own shit. And then of course, you got the happiness factor. Like if you're not doing what you want to do, you're not happy. Like I see people say. Uh, who you hang with makes you happy. The person you choose to be with makes you happy. I don't think people make you happy. I don't. I don't think that's the case. I think if you align with your purpose, you happy. You're fulfilled. And I think happy is more of a. That should be a goal for a kid. I feel like for an adult, our goal should be fulfilled. Like I, I'm not trying to be happy. You know what I'm saying? Like that's there's no responsibility in that. Like I don't. I don't want that. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, it's cool to feel when it comes, but it's like when I'm happy, I'm not I'm not compelled to do anything of value. I'm not intrinsically look I'm not looking at myself and looking at what I can do better, how I can be better. I'm not looking at what the fuck I'm doing wrong and where I'm fucking up. I'm I'm overlooking all that and I'm in bliss. It's ignorance it's, it's a blissful ignorance and I don't, I don't want that, you know. I'd rather build my business than and I'd rather build my business and be suffering and be struggling. And trust me, I know some struggling from building these businesses or trying to. Um, then be happy with a job that I, I'm getting security from, like, or, or be, be secure, not even happy, but be secure from a job I'm getting security from. Yeah, it'd be cool to have money every weekend to go out and everything, but I feel better with myself doing this, you know, and, and trying to build and understanding that it's a goal and a journey and a process. Um, and if it goes great, great. If not, that's a very real possibility that I've accepted or not everybody, I know everybody can't. And I think that's, that's another um, strength that I have in not having a child or a family I got to take care of. You know, I can go out, risk it all, be cool. You know, I, I ain't got nobody depending on me that I got to take care of and provide for. So, uh, yeah, man. Then, of course, when you got your job, you just, you build it for somebody else, you know. Um, and half the time they're not gonna value you really. Like people, like I used to be hella like 
I'm never going to be late to work. I'm never going to call in to work. I felt guilty when I'd call in. And I just be like, try to be a good employee. I'd be like, oh, they're paying me this and that. Man, like, I, I, I learned that, like, if I was to die, they replace me in a day. You know what I'm saying? Two days. However long it takes to interview somebody. And they don't, they don't give a fuck about me. I'm just a cog in the wheel, you know? And that, there's nothing wrong with that. Like, I don't... I, I, I understand why I don't, I don't mean shit in that wheel. You know what I'm saying? Like... That's how it goes. Like, I'm not faulting them or guilt tripping them. I'm just saying they don't give a fuck about me. So why am I caring so much about being there for them when they make all this money, give me the breadcrumbs, when me being out one day ain't going to change nothing anyways? Like, it just don't matter. You know what I'm saying? Like, they're going to be all right. They're going to be good. Let me come in tomorrow and I'll be straight. But yeah, man, that's that's for me. That's those are my things. Why I think it's so important to to own as opposed to just being employed, man. Because even if you're employed and you own, at least you're supplementing your income and you can invest or reinvest all of your income and profit from your asset or business, um, and then your job can can be. I mean, you can make you more money. It can um, provide for your living expenses and then use the rest whatever but like it allows you to not have to depend so much on that and as of course as your business or asset grows as far as the income it produces hopefully at some point you could be independent of your job and you can still go of course you you ain't got to leave your job because you're getting making more money or making just as much money with uh, on the side but at that point you don't depend on it no more you know what I'm saying so you're not going there trying to impress nobody you're not going trying to wear your hair a certain way that's not natural for you and your style. You're not trying to talk a certain way that you don't want to talk. You're not um, you're not kissing nobody's ass and you don't got to feel like it. You know, it's like, man, I'm, I'm good, bro. Like, I, y'all paying me this. Like, if y'all ain't trying to pay me more, like, I can do this by myself. Like, I ain't tripping. And I think there's value in that so we can be authentic and we can be there for our families and we can be present and we can work on ourselves and develop ourselves, spend time reading and spend time cooking the right foods for ourselves and having time to, to, to love ourselves as opposed to getting up, being a zombie from 8 to 5 that tries to impress somebody else the whole day and then comes back and it does the same shit over and over again for 30 years, retires, then finally gets time for themselves to be free and then dies after 15. That's not, that's not ideal for me. This is me, though. All right, so we 21, Rich Forever. Man, um, so this is produced by Black Ace Beats. Uh, shout out to my dog. Uh, another local producer here from Oklahoma City. Um, probably, so this week 21 and probably, like, at least 15 for sure are all, um, local producers that I know personally and I, I did that on purpose like I, I want to I prioritize working with people that I have a relationship with uh, over anybody else uh, first and foremost um, so Rich Forever um, Black Ace Beats 
basically, uh, I wrote this probably maybe two or three years ago. Um, he had, uh, I met him at uh, Heart of Hip Hop. And Heart of Hip Hop, for those who don't know, is a show um, that I started, helped start with uh, some friends of mine, Chief Peace, AdLib, um, Original Flow, and I believe Willis was the host. Um, where we uh, and Thomas who, where we basically um, did a sh- do a show every month, and we did it for we started in August of 2015 or 2014, one of those years, and we did it every month. Uh, and I mean, it's still happening now every month. I just left the the show last month, um, but so yes, yeah, so we've been doing that show for the past five years, damn near. And I met him at that show. Like, he had came through, pulled it up, and I was like, yo, you're a producer. So I, I hollered at his Instagram, looked at some beats, and found this one. I was like, yo, I need that, you know what I'm saying? And a big part of me wanting this beat, and I'm sure a lot of people can hear, like, it's it's a little di- more, a little different than, than what people seem to expect from me. Because um, I realized people started putting me in this box. People started to say I'm, I'm like this certain style of rapper and I've never seen myself as that I mean I have influences and I have interests in all forms of hip hop so like I, I want to do everything so this is a little more trappier style and I wanted to um to show like this is what I'm, I'm rocking with too you know what I'm saying I'm not just in one one vein or in one style like I'm I, I'm I love hip hop in itself you know and that goes for every sound there's a lane for everything so in that, at the time when I met him, I was a financial advisor, you know what I'm saying? I was working with New York Life um, as a financial planning professional um, where I was helping people basically build financial plans for their lives. Where it was talking about life insurance, talking about retirement accounts, talking about investment accounts, talking about um, the whole nine as far as investment planning. Where you're looking at college funds, you're looking at long-term care, you're looking at health care. I'm talking about disability, like everything, you know, looking at the financial plan in its entirety. So that was my that was my my entire being for three years. And in that I found a passion to help our community, especially uh because of the racial wealth gap that's in the country. Um so that's where a lot of this this uh inspiration for this song came from where I just wanted to um convey this information that I felt is valuable and needed to be known because not not we're not taught about it. You know, like when we in high school, we not taught about taxes. We not talk about how to invest. We not talk about what the stock market means. We not talking about how we need capital to to build wealth in America. We don't talk about what are the resources to get capital. We don't talk about we're not taught about none of this shit. It's like important stuff that shows us how to be independent, self sustain, and build for ourselves and. That was the biggest inspiration where it was just like I wanted to communicate that information, you know, and what, what better way than through the gift of hip hop, you know, um, especially in a way where it's, it's dancey, you know what I'm saying? It got a vibe um, and it's familiar, you know. Um, so that was my biggest thing was just making sure I communicated that because that's 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 one of my biggest platforms. Even now, like um, learning more about how certain things happen in, in, in the history that led us to this point, especially with our own black community and how it's continually we've been uh, extracted from, you know, and taken advantage of and indebted, and we don't get paid back any of that. So understanding that 
makes me even more passionate about building for my family and showing other people and teaching other people how to build for themselves, which is why I started uh, this this brand that I'm uh, just rolled out called Create and Own, um, where basically the whole point is uh, is to talk about the art of business for and the art of business and financial literacy for normal people and artists, um, where I, I want to give the information, no jargon, no suits, I'm in a hoodie, I'm, I'm talking how I talk, how we talk, and I'm giving the information in a way that we can retain it and understand it, so that when people do go into these places with financial advisors, because one thing I noticed when I was an advisor was that people were slow to trust me because they thought I was just trying to sell them something, you know, which essentially I was, I mean, that was how I got paid, 100% commission, but after realizing that, and understanding that my my value and my goal and my pr- purpose and passion was to convey the information to provide value for people. I didn't care about selling shit. I'm not good at selling, you know what I'm saying? I just wanted to educate people on the things that they need to know about for their own families and their own futures so that they can do good for themselves, you know? So my whole purpose was to provide this information at a level that we can all retain and we can understand ourselves so that when, and people can retain this information in the comfort of their own homes and their privacy with, to themselves where they're not pressured, you know, feel pressured by somebody who maybe be trying to sell them something um, or they feel like somebody's trying to sell them something so that they can listen to this information, learn it, um, digest it, consume it. And then once they do get into these rooms with these professionals, they can stand up for themselves and have a foundational understanding of everything so they can't be fucked over um, because that's happened to our community all too often. Um, to people, period, all too often by Wall Street and by the financial services industry. So uh, that was my biggest thing was just communicating that. Um, and then the video was kind of symbolic of that where, like, I was just symbolic of how, uh, looking at how even in hip-hop, like, we suck and jive for these labels and make them hella money. And then when we ask for some money, it's like, oh, all of a sudden, nah, this this, this ain't yours, this ain't for you and shit. And how mad it can make somebody... Um, and then, of course, comparing that to if you had it, if you had it set up in the right way, uh, you happy. You know what I'm saying you dancing, you good, you you're in a good mood. So uh, that's a little bit about the video, but the song itself is that's basically it, man. Um, it's financial literacy and building wealth and, and owning for ourselves. Um, so thank y'all for tuning in. Um, I apologize for the delay again. Um, I, I'm working um, on making these better, but thank y'all for listening. Week 21. Rich Forever. Make sure y'all go listen to it. Um, JacobyRyan.com slash Rich Forever. 52and365.com. Again, if you need any cleaning services done for any commercial or residential properties, reach out to Fresh Oklahoma. FreshOklahoma.com. Um, and also, if you need a website, if you need a graphic design, if you need uh, marketing strategy consultations, holler at me. We're always authentic. We can definitely help with that. Facebook ads are special, specializing. Uh, so on and so forth. So uh, thank y'all again for listening, man. If y'all haven't connected already, connected to the mailing list at JacobyRyan.com. But outside of that, y'all have a good rest of the week. And I'll see y'all in a couple of days for week 22. Um, snooze. Y'all have a good rest of the week. Good weekend. Be great. Be grateful. Love.